Welcome to the fourth parak of Sefer Malachim base. It is time for Nach. Uh, here's the Haftarah also of Parshas Vayera. So the parak starts with a woman who has been recently widowed. She approaches Elisha um, because she owes lots of money. Um, they have threatened to kidnap her sons as payment for debts that she owes. And she has nothing. She's only got a little bit of oil. Now this, you'll notice, is quite reminiscent of what happened with Eliyahu. Eliyahu also um, happened to perform miracles to a poor person, um, although this is going to be specifically about oil and kalim vessels. Now, who was this woman? So the Radak at the beginning of the Barak, he quotes the Targum Yonason, says this was Avadia's wife. Rashi quotes the same. She had been, a stra- she, she, she'd lost her money, poverty-stricken, because her husband Avadia had died. He'd used, he, if you remember, he hid the various prophets in a cave, and he used his own money to finance them, to provide them with food. Um, and, you know, that, that's that. You know, he didn't have any money left. Um, his debtors, those who owed him money, were collecting money from him. Uh, Rashi even writes, the main uh, person who was collecting money from him or was pursuing the family was Yehoram ben Achav. It's interesting how history uh, comes around it creates almost a circle but of course someone who's done so much chesed like avadia his wife is not going to be left alone and therefore elisha creates a miracle she he put himself out Kali israel elisha makes sure the same is done for him uh, and from this one jug of oil his wife elisha uh, avadia's wife fills all the kalim they overflow <laughs> it's an open miracle it's a total open miracle but as we learned once upon a time that in order to hide it in a small way he used kalim he used vessels that's humility hiding an open miracle that procures more oil from uh, from nothing just oil from oil and um, this is following the footsteps of Yaakov as we once said if you remember that he put stones around to protect him from wild animals which of course isn't really protection for wild animals it's just hiding a miracle. Um, okay, that is the beginning of the fourth parak. Um, we also have another woman appearing in the fourth parak um, from Shunain, the Isha Shunamis. Um, she hosts Elisha wherever he was, wherever he was in the area. The Gemara debates exactly where it was in the house. Um, but uh, she hosts him. Now we have Gichazi, who's Elisha's assistant. Um, he asks her if she wants anything, and she says no. And Gechazi tells Elisha that the woman never had any kids. So Elisha promises, her, promises the lady a child within a year, and that, Baruch Hashem, came to pass. But one day, the child went out to the field and complained of some form of headache. The father brings him home, but the boy dies. Now, if you remember Eliyahu, what happened when he resuscitated and revived someone? Elisha is the same. The woman tells Elisha what happened. You know, this is the child you promised us, and look what happened to him. Uh, Elisha tells Gechazi to go and quickly place a stick, a staff over the boy. Gechazi does it. Elisha came, and he revives him. Elisha's students then look around the land for food. There's a famine. And they only found wild vegetation and they made it into some form of soup, some form of stew. Um, He realized it was poisonous. Elisha adds some flour and the stew was okay. It became harmless. Again, another miracle. Uh, The next one is that a man brings 20 loaves of bread for Elisha's brigade. They eat part of it. They left some over according to the word of Hashem. Of course, that's not a miracle. That's just an accolade that even if you're hungry, there's a famine, you can still follow Hashem's word and you can leave some of the bread over.
It's an amazing thing. Um, we are told, Chazal tells us, Chazal tell us, I should say, that um, this debate or the back and forth, the conversation between the Isha Shunavis and Elisha um, has great implication on Rosh Hashanah. What happened? Elisha says, can I offer you anything? Can I speak to the king, the chief, the army, anything? That says, say Chazal, happened on Rosh Hashanah. And Elisha wasn't offering just speak to the king. I mean, speak to the king, speak to Hashem, fulfill any request. But the Isha Shunama says, no, I'm sitting among my people. I'm not singling myself out. It's Rosh Hashanah. I don't want to be singled out. I want to enjoy the merit, the schus of Klal Yisrael, within my nation. That's all I want to do. And there were some rabbis who refused to get aliyahs on Rosh Hashanah. I'm I'm sitting within my nation. Who am I as an individual? I'm living off the merit bank that is Klal Yisrael, and I'm caring for them. I'm taking responsibility for them, and therefore I'm part of their merits, part of their schusim. That is the end of this parak of Sefer Malachim Beis. Mitzvah Hashem, we shall start the fifth parak tomorrow.